0: And I think by highlighting it, you only make people feel like they've been put into a certain box again, which is the thing they struggle with within the community, I think. So my guest for today's episode is actually my very own co-founder and twin sister, Fleur. And we are going to talk about Pride Month today. Uh, The reason I invited Fleur today is because Fleur has a girlfriend herself, so she is part of the community, and uh, I therefore felt like she's uh, uh, the right person to discuss this topic with. So we are going to talk about what Pride Month stands for for us, what we did with Pride as a company, uh, because Pride has become um, a very big part of our branding uh, and of our vision within our company. Uh, So hopefully some best practices, but also some learnings from our side. So... I hope you get some nice inspiration out of it, uh, and I hope you will enjoy the episode today. So, Fleur, it's uh, actually a bit weird to record a podcast today, but also very fun. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> hey, we are going to talk about uh, Pride, because it's obviously Pride Month in June. It will be a slightly shorter episode today, but what we are going to tackle is, well, basically our vision on Pride Month, what we try to do here at uh, and and hopefully that provides everyone who's listening with some valuable insights. I hope that I'm going to say this correctly because I'm always a bit struggling with this. LGBTQIA plus community. That stands for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, Queer, Intersex, and Asexual. You belong to the community, of course, Fleur. That's also the reason why I asked you to join me today uh, yeah. as you have a girlfriend. Yeah do you have any negative experiences because of the fact that you're a lesbian um yeah good question let's start with saying i wanted to say no but there must be like experiences but as small as you know you can walk on the street and and you know there will be two guys um shouting something because they see that you walk in and then with your girlfriend but apart from that not really though and i think i'm definitely privileged have been born and raised in the Netherlands because we're obviously one of the better countries when it comes to well the whole pride um, uh, the whole pride statement but I think open minds it's very open-minded country in general Um, also we of course have our own company so I never had to apply for a role for instance and felt like I've been disadvantaged in every in any single way so I would say no, but I'm also very aware of the fact that for a lot of people within this community, the answer would definitely be yes. Yeah. Did you ever celebrate Pride uh, in uh, in in Amsterdam, for example? I think it's quite well known for for its yeah Pride days. Yeah, definitely. I I did a couple of times in Amsterdam. I think it's a super cool day and 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 event, and I think especially for people outside of the Netherlands and maybe even. From, com- uh, from countries in which this is definitely not something to celebrate it's a very unique maybe almost weird experience but definitely I think it's super cool to see that everyone really uh, well dares to be themselves that day and really show that on the streets At hey, the and maybe time, it's um, obviously also a bit sad that it's only happening on a specific day yeah yeah and maybe good to clarify because you mentioned the word weird that's I think because of something we discussed up front because just to make sure that people don't misinterpret that word but we were discussing this podcast of course before we started recording that it's it's on one hand super nice that there is uh, a month uh, and then even in the bigger cities uh, one or two days to make sure that there's more attention for this topic a day where everyone can really be themselves yeah uh, but on the other hand i think it's also quite sad right that we still need a pride month and uh, a gay pride uh, in Amsterdam for example to make sure that people to raise awareness it's 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 a shame that it's still not normal as of today and that you that the differences between people if you would see someone during uh, the gay pride in Amsterdam for example and then at the opposite could be two completely different people yeah definitely and I think that's the part what makes it a bit weird for me. Uh, and not weird for the people joining, but weird that society still apparently needs a month or day to realize that everyone should be able to be themselves. Interesting uh, fact, by the way, uh, because I was Googling uh, about Pride Month uh, before we started this episode. Now it's, of course, a celebration. But when Pride started, it actually started as a riot uh, in a, a queer colors community. So now we see it as a month of celebration, but actually, in the first place, it, not, it was not a celebration at all. Yeah, wow. And and do you know when this was? When did it change? Uh, that I do not know. <laughs> um, so I'm going to make sure to do some research afterwards. And if I have uh, some useful content, then I will make sure to add them to the description of the podcast. Hey, could you explain to me what we did last year here at Equals here after Pride Month? Yeah, definitely. So... Um, when Pride Month started, we did, I think, something that a lot of, well, I want to say most companies, but I think not all of them, but a lot of them do, which is tweaking our logo and made it uh, a Pride logo, which for us meant that we inserted the Pride flag into, uh, into our logo. Um, well, at some point, Pride Month is over. You get back to your old logo and sort of get back to the normal, uh, the normal situation. But the thing is here, of course, that we are a company that stands for equality diversity inclusion etc so um actually our content marketer made a super sharp comment at some point and she said it's so weird actually that we are a company that really stands for these kinds of things and then we follow the trend to tweak our logo for one month then change it back and then see next year again what we want to do um and i think we were both very inspired by that and also the rest of the team of course and then I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in July or August, we decided to make the Pride flag uh, a permanent part of our logo. There were some iterations, so now it's a bit different than than what it was before, but the Pride flag is always a part of our logo, and it will always be a part of our logo, um, with the sort of vision that we should celebrate Pride every day instead of one month per year. And I think even the word celebrate is, of course, a, maybe a wrong term to use here, because it shouldn't be something that needs to be celebrated in the first place, it should be normal, but and that's what we uh, what we did last year. Yeah, and I think uh, for me personally, what I always try to do uh, is, I think if you, um, the way Pride is now being celebrated in a month, uh, globally, where people, where there's awareness from, from companies and individuals, that feels like highlighting for me, uh, mm-hmm. it's a special event. And I think what we try to do here with making it a part of our logo, also to normalize it, maybe in in some way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I think um, I think that's a very important part of the whole discussion. I think a lot of companies really try to do the best thing by highlighting it a lot and and you know making it a very big thing, which is obviously a good thing because it all starts with awareness that people should you know that everyone should be accepted, etc. But I think if I look at the community, I'm not necessarily again, like I think a standard member, because I don't really feel like I have a lot of negative experiences because of the fact that I am gay, but I think a lot of people do, or not, and not only gay, of course, let's uh, make sure that everyone fully understands that I talk about the whole community. And I think by highlighting it, you only make people feel like they've been put into a certain box again, which is the thing they struggle with within the community, I think. so. I think what we do here is indeed normalize it and make it a super normal thing. Like I always tell everyone, like I have a girlfriend, and et cetera. And but that's the interesting outfit. one because if uh, it's been a while since we had a job interview together, uh, but something that I always remember from your introduction is that you almost immediately say, "Well, first your name, obviously," <laughs> uh, and then you always mention right away, "I uh, and I have a girlfriend." Do you do that because it's just part of your introduction, or do you also maybe do that to immediately show people that are in a job interview with us, like it doesn't matter? It's feel comfortable sharing this as well. Now maybe I'm filling this in for you a little bit, but yeah, I think it's definitely not a very conscious choice because I mean, we 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 do the interviews. We always do a sort of personal intro, and I think in general we try to be very personal towards people. I think so a part of my intro is then indeed, you know, I live with my girlfriend and my dog and then usually I start rambling about the dog for like 10 minutes. (laughs) But I think that if I would use the word partner, for instance, that I immediately set the sort of tone like, okay, so you can't be fully sort of transparent about the fact that the partner in this case, you know, is a girl that I'm also a girl. Um, So it's not a super conscious decision. but. Yeah. At the same time, maybe it is because I at least want to show people that it's okay and that they definitely don't have to hide these kinds of things uh, when they are within a, a job interview, for instance. Yeah. No. no, but the, the uh, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, if you, um, I'm not saying, by the way, that we are the example of how you should, what you should do with regard to this topic. I, I do think though that we can be proud of what we did so far here at Equalture. Yeah. If I would ask you for a tip for for everyone who's listening, who's working for a company or has a company uh, that wants to make an extra effort, uh, what would it be? Oh, well, that's a good question. I think a couple of things. I think you have to make sure that everyone within the team, but especially within your uh, management layer, whatever, that everyone is on the same page, because I think a lot of people can put a lot of effort and time into it. But if there's only one person that is downplaying the whole situation or you know, not supporting it, then it doesn't make any sense anymore. I think definitely creating a culture in which you can openly talk about these kinds of things. And then again, I think normalizing it, I think the last thing I would do here is yeah, create a a group, for instance, for specific people, and then so that they can do activities together whatsoever, because then you're really stereotyping and putting people into boxes and groups. Whereas I think, most people in this community don't want that. They want to be as normal as everyone else. And I think we are as normal as everyone else. So I think that those will be my tips. But so you, do you disagree then with the fact that, uh, I know that in, in, in bigger companies, uh, it's quite common that you have a community within the team, for example, a pride community that is more actively working on how to make the company a more diverse place uh, and inclusive place mainly uh you disagree then with it well i definitely don't disagree with the fact that they they have a sort of well like group of ambassadors that that make sure that the company you know is doing the right things but that's a different thing for me than putting people into a group and then let them you know do, do activities together whatsoever I, I think within a lot of companies it's appreciated because it's just not um yeah, the the DNA that we have within the company, but I honestly think I'm obviously not objective because we are in love with this company, but I think we did build a team in which it is not necessary at all to have such a community and then especially not to only put uh, members of the actual community within that community. I think we have people in the team that don't belong to the community, but do everything they can to make sure that people feel accepted and etc so yeah if you would ask me i uh, am definitely not a fan of those kinds of communities it's only making people feel like they're different in a specific way yeah makes sense and um what do you think How, how what should companies do um i think a couple of things I think, first of all, educate yourself well. Uh, I oftentimes experience, I think I, I also mention this of quite often in the, in the other episodes of the podcast where we talk about biases, for example. It's a topic that can, ease, that can make people feel slightly uncomfortable quite easily. Uh, and I think that a lot of the times when you're slightly uncomfortable, it's also maybe because you don't want to say something wrong. So I think that it's good to be aware, to make sure that you educate yourself well um, so that you can contribute in a conversation and don't have to be afraid um, of maybe saying something that you should not have said. Having that said, tip number two, by the way, would then be don't judge people for really trying there and maybe uh, you use a word that is a bit clumsy to use in that situation. I mean, it happens to me every day appreciate that people are trying and help them instead of uh finger points about what's not yeah, going well definitely. then that would be tip number two uh tip number three uh for me would be to be very aware of the language you use and it's a bit ironic that i'm saying this because i think i'm not the not an example at all at the moment but uh at least I, i'm I'm trying uh, but it's, it's more difficult than i thought but if you for example use the words i oftentimes when i send the slack message in our uh, Slack channel. I start with hey guys. Uh, and yeah, it's not, I don't do it on purpose, but it can have an effect on people. And yeah. for example, also using uh, male or female pronouns, uh, we use they throughout the entire platform. And I think even in on the website and the content we write, we always use the word they and never he or she. Some people might think it's a small thing, but it, I think it can actually do a lot for people. Yeah, definitely. And then tip number four, to wrap it up, because I'm uh, talking for too long now about tips, I think. (laughs) I am very proud of the fact that we decided to celebrate Pride every day instead of once a year for a month. So please be aware that if, as a company, you're trying to make an effort, what kind of unconscious message you give to people if you only spend attention to this topic for a month uh, then go back to normal. Wait for 11 months, and then do it again. Yeah. If you really feel that you want to be, that you want this to be part of your culture, and I think for every company it really should, put it on the agenda for every day, for every every week, uh, not only for one month in a year. Yeah, definitely. And last but not least, uh, not a tip by the way, uh, but I wanted to also use this moment to give a shout out to everyone in the team here. We have quite a lot of people from the queer community. Everyone is always super open about that here at culture It's good that we we very consciously create a setting in which we, I think, provide people the comfort to do so. Also, with every new person who's joining, it, it's super great to see how everyone else in the team is then making someone feel so comfortable so quickly. Yeah. Um, but it definitely requires... Uh, how do you say it? It's uh, Long story short, you should really be proud for the fact that you guys are so, and now I'm saying guys again, it's not going well for me (laughs) in the last two minutes. Be proud of the fact that you can be so open about it because you're a true example for many others. Definitely. That brings us to the end of the episode. Did you enjoy it, Fleur? Yeah, well, I did. Would you want to, uh, are you coming back sometime? Yeah, I will at some point. (laughs) Cool. Hey, for everyone who's listened to this podcast, uh, thanks so much for being here. Please feel free to check out our different episodes as well. There's a lot of episodes, for example, about specific biases that can arise in the hiring process that can really help you to also be more inclusive there. Uh, so feel free to check it out. If you have any questions for uh, for Fleur or for me about the things we do at your, or obviously if you have any tips or recommendations or examples of how you're doing it, uh, please feel free to reach out. We are both very active. We basically live on LinkedIn. uh, So you'll probably have an answer fast. And I hope to see you back on my next episode.